0: Okay, here we go. Today's daf is Daf Lamentes, page thirty-nine. The Hidgum We pick up at the Mishnah three lines from the top of Daf Lamatess. Our sugya has been describing and discussing various situations where somebody is responsible to pay somebody else, but there's a hiccup in the normal pattern of uh, in, the norm, in the normal pattern of payments. For example, a non-Jew goring a Jew, a Jew goring a non-Jew, a kusi, and so on and so forth. Continuing on that theme. Says the Mishnah. If you have the ax of a Bikeyach, somebody who has mental capacity, that gores the ax of a Cheresh, a deaf mute, somebody who's always been a deaf mute, doesn't have the ability to communicate a shaita, somebody doesn't have any sort of mental capacity, the, uh, a cherish is a deaf mute, shaita has no mental capacity, but cut, and then a minor, now, katan, notice, I'm going to point this out now because it will make a difference, doesn't have mental capacity now, but has a mental capacity later. So if my ox scores one of their oxen, chayev, I have to pay uh, the cherish shaita However, bisho, if the ox belonging to a deaf mute, a shaita, or a katan, gores the ox of a... Uh, I sound like my wife, she's Canadian. An ox. Mm-hmm. Gores the ox of a regular... Uh, of a person who has mental capacity. Over the now, is, putter, they are off the hook. Okay. You have the ox of a... That gores. is. So they don't have the ability to watch this ox. So what are they going to do? Allow the ox to keep goring? So the Mishra says that Bezden would establish a apitropos. An apitropos, I believe, is a trustee. Is that the proper word to use? Yeah. And um, <coughs> And any testimony against these oxen and any payment that needs to be made has to be made in front of the apitropis. Okay, now what does it mean anyone? It seems, bain tam, bain moor. Whether the ox is a tam, after the ox is a, uh, a moor. In other words, we don't allow the ox to stay in the domain of a khirish of the cotton, if it's going to keep on goring. So we appoint somebody to oversee it. What happens in this pakeach a What if the khirish, the deaf-mute, now, Baruch Hashem, they invent some sort of device that allows the cherish to begin hearing or begin speaking. <clears throat> Nistapa shaita or the shaita now, the person who did not have mental capacity gains mental capacity. The hikdilakotan, the got older. Chazar letamusay. The halacha is, even if it became a muad in front of the apitropes when the apitropes was the owner, it goes back to being a tam, and there's a clean slate for this kotan that became a gadol. We don't. So the case is like this: If I have a kotan, there's a seven-year-old kid that owns an axe. The ox starts goring. Yeah. Besden's going to appoint an apitrapis yeah. over that ox. Right. And any time that ox gores, the victim will come to Besden, testify in front of the apitrapis that this ox that you're appointed to watch has been goring. If that happens three times, the, the, there's going to be a chi of mam. There's going to be obligation to pay. The Gemara will get into who pays. But there's obligation to pay. The Gemara says like this, How old was this kid when we appointed apitrapis? Seven. He's now bar mitzvahed. Mm-hmm. Ox. It's still his axe still around. Says the Mishnah, the axe becomes a tam because he's like a new owner. Chiddush, right? Until now it was a mur Now it reverts to being a tam when the when the real owner <clears throat> takes uh, takes okay. the a- uh, the reins over it. Shar It's Did you say that the next time the first? It, it, it According to this opinion, it reverts with status of top. So Chazal the goes back to being a top. Tivreb is the of Emer. says, No, just because the cotton became a goggle or the chirish uh, became uh, a stable doesn't change anything. The only way for it to change is through the actions of the animal. Again, the Gemara later on we'll get into this. What, what are you saying? holds the opposite. Rabbiesi says, if once an animal is a mood, it stays a It doesn't make a difference. The, the way that was more simple. Listen to this. If you have an axe that's trained to gore, it's the axe of its stodin. You know what it's is? Gymnasium. Oh. A it's tra- a bull. It's trained to, it's trained to, to gore. When, you, when it sees red, or when it sees something, it's trained to gore. Listen to this. If it kills a person, it's not chay Misa. People did this for sport. And if it happens to kill somebody when it gores, when it's, when it's aroused to gore, it's not chay of Misa. as It says, no. when it happens, and not that it's been taught to do this, not when it's been taught to gore, which is a very, very profound idea when it comes to people as well. As well. It comes to yeah. people as well. Yeah, there's certain people that come from situations that's pushed all they know, and that's it's just a, it's an instinct. It's a, it's a very important idea when dealing with psychology. Okay, says the Gemara. Hagufa Kasha. This mission itself is a contradiction. I'll tell you why. Amrit, we started out saying Shor the the ox of a minor, an imbalanced person, or a deaf mute. Shnagak Shor because The ox of a regular person, Potter, they don't need to pay. Alma, so what do you see you don't need to pay? What does patr mean? You don't do anything. But then the Mishnah says, you appoint the trustee. We see we do not appoint the trustee to get involved with collecting from the body of the damage. So this is a very simple question. What the Guru is asking, when does the trustee come into the picture? When, how, what are the circumstances? In seifa, you look at the end of the Mishnah, which clearly states, and the testimony is given in front of this trustee alma mami na to Tam We do appoint an apitropis to collect from the body. So on one hand, you're saying they're putter if their axe, which is a tam Gores, they're putter. That's you said in the beginning. And then you say, eh. but you come to court and you demand from the trustee. Well, make up your mind: are they putter or are you going to a trustee? And at what point do things shift? Amarava says. He the mission means as follows: the mokzegu, if nag if the ox of a cherish shalti gains a status, gains a chazaka of being a goring ox, then once it happens a few times, then we start appointing apitrapis. You got to be careful with this. You can't allow this danger to just keep going around and let it get off the hook because the owner is seven years old. And the testimony gets put in front of the trustee who the and the animal is considered a mu'ar, which means that if it gores a, uh, a fourth time, now it is going to, the, the payment is not going to be from the body. The payment is going to be aliyah. It's going to be from the property. Okay. From the property. Of the, of, of the, oh, we'll see who. We'll see whose property. What's your question? The property of the trustee, because he was responsible, or is it the property of the khirshat vikat? The, uh, uh, Robert doesn't say He might have uh, Beautiful Other assets Give Very Is the trustee paid? Very You'll find out Give the galore a chance You'll find out <laughs> whether <laughs> You'll find <laughs> out whether he's paid I probably missed this In the first 38 block But I don't understand the whole idea Of An act um, And we did We did Okay, you pay this, you pay that. We did, some, we did some- You didn't miss it. You didn't miss it. it ha- we haven't gotten to that. To to the sugya. Yale's asking, like, what's with the shift? One time, two times, three times, four times, five times, six times. It keeps getting out. What's going on? So the sugya that we're going to get to is, which which the mesecta hasn't gotten to yet, has to do with levels of shmira, le- levels of how well you need to guard your animal at once it develops a certain pattern. Once it, w- once it happens multiple times, whether it's two or three, depending on which opinion you hold like, the responsibility of Shemira, of the owner, completely changes as well. So um, depending on what number time is goring, that's gonna uh, determine how we look at this guy and say, listen, are you watching your animal? Is the animal just getting out? Are we going to allow you to keep watching over it? Are you acting like a katan? Maybe. The, uh, why are we uh, thinking of a, a different layer that hasn't been unpackaged yet? Okay. Says the Gemara Yale's question Who pays full now? We said, oh, now you appointed Abitruppis and it gores again. Now you got to pay full. Says the Gemara, Me Asman, from whose property? Who's paying? Rabbi Asman, from the property of the orphans, it's their ox. He needs to pay. Whoa, what's going on? First, <laughs> it's from the orphan's property. <laughs> <laughs> you say we never touch the property of orphans, again, minor orphans. <laughs> Unless interest is eating it up. Otherwise, even with inflation and everything else, you leave the property until they become g'daylim. Stop messing around with it. For <laughs> Uh, a court will also get involved if there is a ribus note be, uh, against the assignment because then the property of the assignment is going to be used up basically if I have minor orphans and there is going to be a loss to the property they're inheriting that's when we step in otherwise Bezen just holds on to the property until they become older and uh, and it 's up to them when they became god um i ivasisha. And they also get involved for Khsubasi, but you should make sure the widow gets paid because we've got to make sure that, uh, that she eats. You see very clearly that Rabbi Echin holds the bezant does not get involved with the property of assignments. So, why over here does Rabbi Echin say they're going to collect if they ask damages from the property of the assignments. Says you're right. Epoch Rabbi Echin Omar Rabbi is one who says that you do not take from the orphans. You take from the property of the Apitropsin. He's the one who says you take from the property of the orphans. Okay. Now, we didn't explain the reason for each one yet. We just, right now, established the machlaikas over whose property he pays. Either it's the one responsible to watch the ox, the trustee, or it's the orphans themselves. Umar, Abba, Abba says, Let me explain. Because you walked out with a contradiction, you're going to say Rabbi is the one who says you collect from the orphan's property, which, by the way, is the wrong halacha. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. You're going to collect from. Yeah, the orphan's property, which by the way is the wrong halacha. Listen, he's a dayan; he knows the halacha and he would certainly put the onus of payment on the trustee and not on the assignment. So don't make him the bad guy just because you're forced with the Echanan. Otherwise, it's a contradiction. Yeah. Well, what's right is right. And whoever said it, said it. Says Rabbi do not switch him around. Ah, but now you got a problem. Because on one hand, Rabbi Echenon says, you take from the property of the assignment if it's damaged. On the other hand, he says, you never touch the property of the assignment. You know what this means? Damaging is different, which means this is very logical. Rabbi Echenon holds like this. In general, if a kid is 8 years old and he's a minor and he inherits something from his dad, he's got property, we don't touch it. Don't invest it. Don't risk it. Leave it for five years till he's 13. We'll give it to him. Shulam al Yisrael. That's in general. But what happens if the kid's ox that he owns, that we're not supposed to touch, it starts damaging? He says, that's not called like eating up the property of the assignment. That's just a ramification of owning an ox. Taka. Like with a lot of things. As my mother, Zuchan al would tell me when we purchased our house, which is our first half, she said, Menachem, you should know. Mazel is very happy for us, she says, but you should know, a house is a ganav, a house is a ganav, there's always cost, there's always expenses, there's always this, it eats up, it's not, right, just get ready for it, just uh, letting you know that, you know, when you're at think, you call up the landlord, no, uh, I need new oven, you know, over here, it goes, it goes, so, that, that's just the price to pay for owning a home, things go Things get, uh, things age, things need to be changed out. So, if if the Yossim owns an ox that goes and damages property, it's not called you're getting into his property. This is part of owning an ox, as the gate does, you know. So, Rabbikhna would agree with that. Rabbikhna, therefore, Rabbikhna says, You take from the property of the assignment, he says, I'll tell you why you should take from the orphan's property for damage. Let me ask you a question, says Rabbikhna if the trustee would have to pay. Would any of you ever be a trustee on behalf of orphans? Oh. Zelo kedai, it's not worth it. Top no, of Amud Beis, like what? Ah, oh. memani v'lo yavdi. People aren't going to get involved. They're going to have to start paying for damages. Okay. No. When did, you only have to pay, you only we only questioning that the have to pay for damages when the animal is to under to his. Pay. And, man, and he does well, something right he doesn't watch it properly or whatever it is we'll get in we'll get into how what level. right if it's an onus correct or negligence. or or unintentional or could have been better we'll get into that that none of that has been discussed right none of that has been discussed that's the whole yeah that that's a whole layer that needs to be clarified but it hasn't been clarified that's yet a whole different, different yeah. Different. yeah but we we'll, the show, we'll get there um, you could pay from The trustee's estate and He says I'll tell you why Because here's how it works The trustee pays now ah, No one's going to be a trustee He says I don't mean permanently He pays now because you can't touch an orphan's property Then when the orphan becomes A guggle, His property will reimburse the trustee And that's not going to stop people from being an apitropos If somebody knows listen I'll lay out money for you Until you become a guggle. And then you have to fork over the cash to pay for any sort of damage when the, when the uh, so when the, the chiyab happens. Once he, if he's going to be repaid, that's not going to stare, That's not going to get in the way of people signing up as uh, as an apitrapis. Okay, that's not how it works here. <clears throat> it's not how it works, yeah. civilly, you mean? If, I mean, if you're a trustee, yeah, is say a, a person appoint you, right? Trustee of your state. Yep, it's an annual. annual fee for the trustee. So they they become like a shimerzacher. They become a paid watcher. Yeah. you know they become uh, they become more responsible. Okay, okay. Well, because well because it's, it's, it's it's a, yeah, it's it takes a, time. It's a, is there a set fee or is there a previously agreed upon usually, fee? Usually, what it is. You go by what the banks... It's know, statutory. Now the banks the banks, in the community charge a certain fee for a certain amount of money. Uh-huh. So you... That is a... There's a system to, to base it on. Yeah, you pay a little bit okay. more, a little bit less. You know, but Very good. All right. Here we go. Whether or not we appoint an Trump as a trustee over the estate to allow the victim to collect damages from the body of the oxes, an ox whose owner became a deaf mute, so the owner wasn't always a deaf mute, became a deaf mute, or the owners became a shaita, and then they went overseas, Yehuda ben Nekusa, says, says, That Sumchus holds that it's going to be a shartam, until there's witnesses in front of the owner. In other words, you start paying Nezek Shalim, you start paying full damage when the testimony is with the owner there. Because we have to put the onus on the owner to watch it better. If the owner is not around and his ax scores three times, and there really was no opportunity for him to pick up his game, to start watching it better, we don't start putting the onus on him yet. This is like an, uh, just at a fairness. At okay? a fairness. If they're not around, you know what we do? We appoint a, a trustee. And we say, listen, Gord will allow the trustee uh, to be there. And then the trustee is responsible. And even if the owners come back from out of town, and they say, oh, why am I paying Nezek Shalim? What's going on over here? Because you left, your property damaged, your ox damaged, and uh, it's up to paying Nezek Shalim. This, no. Let's say the Chirish Became a Pikeach again So he became first a deaf mute And now we can talk fine again Things are back to normal Nishtapa Or the shaita, The mentally incompetent person Becomes sane again. The cotton becomes a god. The owner comes back to being a and the new owner until the testimony is in front of the real owners. It remains in its original state because there was testimony about this axe in front of the one that Bezdin appointed. Now, now that we have that clarity of the machhoikas in the Bryce, huh? what what you do when the owner went out of town. <coughs> and now comes back and regains health Amri they said man harayu what does Sumchus mean when he says it, it stays a muad. if you're going to tell me the animal never became a muad at all because the owner wasn't here and even with testimony in front of the trustee nothing changed that's not possible we, you safe? we said at the end it goes back to being a tom, which means that it became a muad. So we certainly accept the testimony in front of the Apitropos. What does it mean it remains a Tom? It remains It remains whole. What does that mean it remains whole? It remains the property of the damage, of the, the one who damaged. So if my ox damages your ox, usually the nizik, the victim, is the one responsible for the carcass. In these circumstances, the damager is the one who holds on to, uh, uh, to his animal. Because we don't lessen his ownership for the three times that it, uh, that it gored. So what it means over here is like this. Listen here. The owner's out of town or he's out of town mentally. We establish a trustee. Before anything happens. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And even after, if an, the ox starts goring, right, so the victim comes to court. He's like, this ox, this ox, uh, gored my ox. And killed him? So it doesn't matter. Damaged. doesn't matter. So Besden looks for the owner. Nisht. Baha owner einanu. Baha yalad einanu. Yeah, the owner's not around. So, what do they do? They appoint the trustee and they say, okay, now you're responsible for this ox and, and give testimony in front, of, in front of this guy. So, usually when the animals are tam, the victim takes payment from the body, right? The collection from the goof. The, the goof of the damaging ox is how he collects the. Uh, um, I'm sorry, he, he collects damage, yeah, he collects damage up to the value of the damaging ox, and the carcass is what he's responsible for. Who's responsible well, The victim. Uh, there, so it, if there's uh, any value to the carcass, his animal that got killed, let's say, let's say it was killed, if there's any value to it, he takes that as part of his payment, okay? The Gemara uh, says, uh, oh, 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 oh. go ahead, just it remains between Musa. To eh? lay we don't reduce the ownership of the first guy, each time it gores, Alma. You see, in my when Apitropos is around, we don't allow anybody to start collecting from the body. Like the Alma, the trustee takes the place of the owner, and any law of the owner goes to the trustee as well. What does that mean, Lamaisa? Whether or not a trustee being there allows me to collect in the normal Tom form, is a machlekas between sumchis and the chachamim. and what are they arguing about in the seifa of the b'risa? mishana ikah be'nayu. The machlekas is, whether or not, this is Reb Aaron's question towards the beginning of this year, whether or not changing ownership, the ox changing ownership, changes its status. Mishana. sum says, if there's a new owner, there's a new status. Which means like this. I own the ox, it's a muad. I sell it to him, or he becomes an owner. Whenever it's under my ownership, it stays a muad. Under his ownership, it's a tam. That makes sense. But he says, no, a goring ox is a goring ox. And therefore, once the owner becomes a pikeach, or he comes back from, uh, from out of town... You give it back in whatever to the owner in whatever status it currently has. Okay. Tana <speaking> Rabbanu the Rabbis don't say should we share a chair of the cotton. Shenogach <Spanish> Rabbi Yaakov B'shalim Chatsinazik Rabbis pays half damages. Rabbi Yaakov my avidite. Why does he pay half damages? We learned in our Mishnah he's putter. An ox owned by a chair of the cottons off the hook. Why is there? Why why do we? Why does Rabbi Yaakov say you pay half? Rabbi Yaakov Oimer M'shalim Chatsinazik. The owner pays half damages. Now B'mayaskinan. In what case? If it's a tom animal, pshita. In all situations, you always pay half damages by a tom. If there was proper watching over it, then it's a complete accident, you don't need to pay. And if there wasn't any proper guarding of the ox, you should have to pay full. So when exactly is Rabbi Yaakov telling me a chiddish that you pay half damages? Where, where does this come from? Um, Omar Rubberov explains. L'aylam says, if you have the ax of a hairshot, the cotton, it pays half damages when it's a mod. Why? The case is, <coughs> excuse me, Dabdi shmira phusa, where the owner did a watching, and this is getting into, Yale said, what's happening here with the watching? The owner did a watching, but not stark. It wasn't so solid. the He didn't do a top-notch shmira. He did a basic watching, but it could have been better. Twayabdishmin rab yakov sovelok Tzad damar zad tamus says the zad tamus bimkaimmedas it remains uh, it remains in its place and therefore even if you're not going to be khayav on the muad part of the watching you remain khayav on the tam part of the watching it's enough to have a uh, to, for a muad to have a lesser watching than a tam which doesn't make any sense, right? right. This, uh, wait six daf, and we'll explain, but this is, there's one opinion that says a muad needs less of a watching. the and he holds like the rabana, the that we appoint the napi trupis, the for a tam to collect from its body. says a more like this. Let me explain Reb Yaakov's Shita. This is mamish fascinating. Like this Reb Yaakov says that, let see how much time we have. Okay, we'll go three more minutes and then we'll, we'll stop. Yubakim says like this, Mamisvar. This came up earlier. When a tom changes to a muad, it now pays full damage. Is it a tom half payment plus half? Or is it a whole new payment called full damages? When my animal becomes a muad, did the whole status change? And before I paid half from the body and now I pay whole? From my property Or is it Now while it's a time I pay half from the guf And then if it gores And develops a pattern And becomes a mood, I need to pay An additional half But the tzad tambos The original payment Never leaves Never leaves what? Never leaves the responsibility Of the owner Which means an owner Always pays the first half From the body of the animal And the second half From the best of his From his property you Not the from the body The body of Do you mean the carcass? No, no, no The, the live The goring animal you have to pay from your your, your animal gourd. You got to pay migufa. You got to pay from his body while it's a tam. So Rabbi Yaakov holds like that. Rabbi Yaakov says, The half damage of a tam remains in place. And therefore like this. If you watched your animal. Now just, this is going to be difficult. But follow. Work on a premise. That a moor needs a lesser watching than a tam. Okay. That should be, that's shocking. We're going to use in six blood. But work on that premise. So now. If I watched it muad level, but didn't watch it on a higher tam level, what should I be responsible to pay? The tam part. So therefore, if Yaakov says, you could have a case of a muad, where you watched it enough for the muad, So now it's an accident for that, you don't need to pay that, You, you did your due diligence. But the tzad tam, the half payment, is still going to... Uh, is still going to remain in place. Okay, Amalei Abay Abay says Vlei Pigi Yeshu Rabba Yehuda do not argue Vatani. We learned that Abay says Shor Shalchirushet Vekonishen Nagach Vehudim Achayev. Reb Yaakov says Chatsi Nezek who did Meshalim. Reb Yaakov says that you pay Chatsi So how could you say that Reb Yaakov is following Reb Yehuda? They have different opinions. Amalei Rabba Barula Ma Shechayev Reb Yehuda Pirish Reb Whatever Rabbi Yehuda says, you're obligated Rabbi Yaakov is coming to explain, which means he's not coming to argue. He says that where does Rabbi Yehuda say you're going to be Mechaev? In the original Nezek of, of Tam. That's where you're going to be responsible. Okay, bottom line is, Abai, holds, um, Abai says to Rava that Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yehuda do not, uh, do not argue. This is not a great stopping point, but let's stop here. Let's stop here. Let's hold it here. We'll, we'll go back a few lines uh, tomorrow, but uh, we'll hold it here for this evening. Afraid of